Hey everybody, on this episode of Finance in a Flash, we discuss our education planning philosophy as well as details of a 529 education plan. Our recommendation for saving for a child's education is based on our belief that parents should focus on improving their personal financial situation prior to concentrating on saving for their children's college costs, aka when or if you have kids, education planning should not be the first thing you start saving for. Also, as I did mention before, we do go into pretty great detail on 529 education plans just because they are the most popular plans used right now. All right, again, thank you all for listening. This is Finance in a Flash. Let's go. All right, everybody, welcome back to Find Us in the Flash. This week, we have back our investment and really anything expert, Chip. Hi, Miller. Um, I think there's been a big life change since the last time you were on, if you uh, want to care to expound upon that. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you for the uh, great introduction. And uh, I, I don't consider myself an expert, always learning, but um, I guess when you get have a lot of gray hair and that sort of thing, you, <laughs> uh, people perceive you as knowing more than... Uh, maybe others, but yeah, so life change. We've got a new puppy. So um, our family has adopted a dog after probably 10 years of my kids <laughs> just badgering me. I finally caved. And uh, so we have a little puppy. So if, if any of our listeners hear this, um, yeah, please forgive me, but uh, we're uh, it's nine weeks old today. So you know, it's just a, a baby. So uh, anyway, it's it's exciting times in our household. We're having to keep the remotes off the floor and uh, shoes put away and anything that the, the puppy can grab, she absolutely does. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, it's exciting, exciting time, maybe a little stressful time, but um, puppies are good. That's what everyone tells me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and she's a sweet dog, and you know, so we yeah. we've we've enjoyed it for the last ten days that we've had her, and um, so we'll see. I'll keep you posted for sure. Yeah, it, it'll it'll get better. Um, but anyways, going into more, uh, I guess, relevant topics. So today we're going to be talking about education planning, and we're going to start with the overview of how we think about education planning, then dive into, uh, I think, the most popular and maybe the. Um, most popular, most used is the 529 plan and how that can be used in, you know, in education savings and, and strategy for you. But first, uh, going to kind of just overview how we think about education planning as, as a whole. And, you know, over the past several years, college costs are rising at a rate about around 7%, which is really, I mean, if, you know, if you get 7%, if you could lock in 7% on your investments, I don't know any person who wouldn't. Um, so I think that's, that's pretty astounding to me, but um, however, our recommendations when a client has a kid or when they come to us isn't always first education, 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 which I think a lot of people might think that it potentially is when you have a kid or when, you know, kids are involved in your life that, you know, first let's, let's talk about improving your financial situation prior to concentrating the savings on your children's, uh, college calls. So Chip, if you, I guess, want to kind of expound upon how we think about saving and putting your cash flow in general before we make the jump to, okay, now I'm ready to start saving for, for my child's education. 
Yeah, and I said uh, thank you for that um, uh, lead-in, Nick, because really we want to make sure that a parent takes care and, and fully has their situation under control and has solidified their own saving strategy and their um, uh, elements of risk in their own per personal financial situation. You know, so we want to make sure we see things like okay, you're saving towards a 401k plan, getting the full match. You are contributing to a Roth IRA, perhaps. Uh, we want to make sure that you have adequate uh, life insurance coverage. We want to make sure you have an estate, a will, um, and your estate plan is in, uh, is in kind of in place. You know, those are things that uh, are huge and very important uh, in the beginning, when, uh, even before you start saving towards uh, college education cost. Yeah, exactly. It's, I agree that you know, it doesn't really, uh, it's not really, uh, super helpful if you have, oh man, I have, you know, $200,000 in each of my kids, 529 plans. Okay. Well, how much do you have in your Roth IRA? Oh, I did. I didn't save for one of those. Or are you contributing your 401k? No, I didn't do that either. I was, yeah. I was busy saving for college, which I mean, I, I think you've possibly seen some situations like this before. Yeah. And over the years, absolutely. You know, we've had, uh, people come in and that both of their kids are finished with college and they still have, you know, a couple of hundred thousand dollars remaining in 529 plans. But then when you look at their own 401k plans and when we do retirement projections, they're, they're grossly underfunded. And so, you know, we just want to make sure that people realize that there is an absolute balance for that. You know, whenever you're saving for multiple goals simultaneously, you kind of have to have an order. And finding that balance is uh, so super important uh, in the beginning, uh, when you start that process. Yeah. And that's a, that's a perfect, perfect point. So, you know, let's, I guess, fast forward to, we've gotten everything in order. We feel comfortable with, all right, now we can start saving for our child's education and now, and there's multiple options, right? We're not saying a 529 is the only option, but that's the most popular and, and maybe the best for a lot of people. But, you know, there's UTMAs, there's UGMAs, there's savings bonds, Roth IRAs people can use, Coverdell ESAs, which have kind of been, you know, they're still popular, but the 529s have kind of overtaken them in the past couple of years. Um, and then the 529 plan, which, which is where we're going to spend the, the majority of our time here today. Um, and Chip, if you could, I guess, give a brief overview, it obviously is an education savings plan, but what makes a 529, I guess, the most popular choice today? Well, I, the, the thing that makes it the most popular is that it's super easy. Yeah. It's already been uh, set up. Uh, all states have 529 plans, so, you know, and people can use the 529 plan of any state. So, you know, I know uh, North Carolina has a plan, uh, but so does Utah and Virginia and uh, Kentucky and all kinds of, uh, every state has a 529 plan. And so, but they're already set up. They already have a menu of investment options, and it's super easy, literally in... Uh, I would say probably five minutes a parent could go in, set up an account, uh, a 529 plan, and link it to your bank account and start funding monthly. Yeah. And it's just an easy uh, way to start saving for uh, you know 529 plans. Unfortunately, it's it, I wish it were that easy for other 
uh, things like retirement, yeah, but uh, exactly. that's a topic for another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And and so just to be clear, you do not have to live. Let's say you know we're in North Carolina, and I want to open a Utah five twenty nine plan. I like their structure. I like their investment. I like this and that. You can do that, correct? You do not have to live in the same state in which you open a five twenty nine. Yeah, that's right. And I I will make the point that I think I think it's thirty four states do offer state tax deductions for their residents. Uh, whenever they contribute to their state's 529 plan. North Carolina is not not one of those. So, um, you know, be aware of that possibility. So if you're a listener and you're in, uh, you know, the state of Utah or uh, North Dakota, just make sure, hey, does my state offer a state tax deduction? Because that can be a, a, a valuable incentive. Yep, and, and so and that's a good point. Now I kind of want to, I guess, go through uh, some characteristics of the 529 plan. So, um, and feel and feel free to jump at any time. But you are eligible to use the 529 plan K through K through 12, 12th grade and college. Um, and usually, I mean, overall, there's not really any income limitations. Correct. It's you know, whereas with the, with a Coverdell or when you contribute to a Roth, there are some income limitations if you were to use that for education planning. But for 529 plan, that's not really a concern. Correct. That's right. Yep. Okay. Um. Uh, contribution limits uh, again. I think it can it can depend on some states sometimes, but overall, that's not really something we we should be concerned about. Uh, really not because the the limits are so high, yeah. uh, like in the, the six figures, mm-hmm. uh, that most ordinary people, uh, you know, don't. That's not a res- uh, restriction. Yep. Um, and, and then one thing that I really like is that. When we t- when you take funds out for qualified uh, education expenses, it, it, the funds are not taxable, right? It's you essentially take it out like it's treated like a Roth IRA. Essentially, you put money in there, then you take it out if the f- expense is qualified, um, and then no taxes are paid on that money taken out. Exactly, and you know it's it's tax deferred. The growth of those accounts are tax deferred. So yep. if you invest, you know, a thousand dollars, and in fifteen years it becomes you know, ten thousand dollars. That nine thousand dollars of profit is not uh, taxed as long as it's used for qualified education ex- expenses. Yeah, and another thing I really like about five twenty nines is that, whereas with a um, a Coverdell, which which is what used to be very 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 popular, now five twenty nines kind of like I said before become number one in this education planning category. Is that you can make contributions to at any age, whereas a Coverdell was stopped at 18 and you had to distribute all the accounts value by the time you turned 30, whereas 529, these restrictions are not necessary. I mean, as long as that person's living, you can make contributions and take distributions out. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong there, but I think that's uh, a, a major upside to, to these plans. It absolutely is. I mean, there are plenty of adults who are, you know, going back to school yeah. and, uh, you know, they're they're using old 529 plans and uh it's a great way uh to cover those costs and it's a great it's a great asset to have yeah it it really is and uh, another thing is that you know you can gift um in one single year it's you know you can give fifteen thousand dollars a year without incurring the federal gift tax and what you can do for 529 is you can couple five years together and make a one-time donation of $75,000 in, in a single year to kind of take care of five the next five years, which is can be very beneficial if, if you're, you know, if charitable gifting is, you know, in your wheelhouse as, as a saver, as a parent, as a grandparent in that, in that realm. 
Yep, sure can. And and that's something to that's a component of a, of a larger gifting strategy, perhaps. But uh, five through nine plans can be a great uh, way to to do some intra-family financial planning. Yeah, it, they really can. The only, um, I guess we'll go forward that over the last couple of years, it has been expanded to do, to take care of more qualified expenses, um, you know, primary, secondary school expenses, as well as college, which is great. You know, if you do go the private school route, these, these are great choices. Well, a lot of times we think, oh, you know, we'll think about college, 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 but with private schools becoming, you know, potentially more popular in the future we'll see how you know code restrictions go in public schools i think that's been the talks my mom's a teacher and i know you're yours as well and that's kind of been a lot of the talks a lot of people potentially could pull from public schools and go to the private schooling education i think you know we'll see that's kind of a theory at this point but that's another great thing about 529s is that it can be used for private school education in that k-12 through um, time frame of your child's life not just in college which you know, until I really got into the industry, I didn't really think, you know, well, you just put it away for college. But now it's it's all the time that you can put this money away for to pay for your child's education. Yep, absolutely. And there's certain there are some limits for especially yeah. private school, but it is a, a an option. And that definition of qualified education expenses has been expanded upon recently. And uh, I mean, I really expect that to, that trend to continue. Yeah, no, I, I agree for sure. And I mean, that's, you know, it, just and to kind of close on the 529s like that again this we're not saying that 529s are the right choice or a perfect choice for everyone but it's definitely i think the like you said it's takes five ten minutes to set up um it's very you have tons of options to choose from it's not okay they only have one 529 plan to there's tons yeah Um, and maybe you should talk about that a little bit i know we've done a lot of um we work with a lot of different uh, 529 plans, they are all structured a little bit differently, but there's uh, kind of a basic menu of choices. And may- maybe you can speak to that a little bit, Nick. Like what, what are some of the things that you see that are common in 529 plans that, that maybe uh, parents should explore? Yeah, well, I think the one um, that, that's pretty cool is uh, uh, age-based uh, investments. So, and it, you know, we kind of, we did a podcast a few weeks ago about Target target date funds, which this is essentially it. it. You know, if your child is, let's say it's 2021, you just had a kid and then, you know, in 18 years, which puts us right around 2040, you think, okay, well, my kid will be going into college. What you can do is you can put, let's say $10,000 into that fund now. And over time, as that kid gets, as your kid gets closer and closer to entering college, that fund gets more and more conservative as you get closer to drawing on those funds, which works a lot like a target date retirement plan. You know, we see a lot of times Vanguard, Fidelity, T. Rowe Price, target retirement date fund, 2040, 2050, 2060. But now, you know, a lot of people are using these funds to fund their children's education. I think it's a great, a great strategy, right? I mean, right now we're not, we're not drawing on the funds 18, 20 years. I want to be super aggressive right now because it doesn't matter even in the next five, 10 years, if it goes down, it doesn't really matter to me. But as you get closer, closer with that longer time horizon, it adjusts for you as if you were preparing for retirement, but we're planning for to use those funds for our child's education um, expenses. But I think is a really, really cool. And again, it's, it's super easy, right? You choose one fund, it does everything inter- internally, and you really don't have to, I mean, yes, you know, as advisors, we check in funds here and there, but as uh, as a client or 
you know, you pick that fun, you really don't have to worry about it. It's kind of on autopilot mode. And I think that's a super easy and, and good option. Yeah, it absolutely is. And, you know, just keep in mind that every fun family and every 529 plan is a little bit different. Yeah. You know, they, there's different internal fees, there's different uh, investment costs and that sort of thing. Just be aware of that as you kind of vet. And I know that, um, you know, a lot of people are using the the Virginia uh the state of Virginia has a pretty good one, mm-hmm. American Funds. We really like the the uh, the Vanguard choices, uh, yeah. the, the states with Vanguard choices, because we know that Vanguard's low cost and uh, diversified and all that uh, sort of thing. So just be aware that they're all a little bit different, and um, and what works for one person may not work for you. Yep, exactly. And I think that's that's a good close again. Um, 529 is great options. It's not the only option. Again, I think you should do your do your research, talk to your advisor, or if your advisor is us, talk to us. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's a really good option. And but again, like we started out, let's make sure that you know your personal financial situation is taken care of first before we start piling money away into a education savings account. Yep, sounds good. All right, well, Chip, I don't know if you had anything else to to add there, but I think that uh, wraps up this episode. Nope, I think I need to go walk my dog now. So, all right, she's she's begging a little bit. Good, so. <laughs> awesome. Go there. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, this is finest in a flash. Mm-hmm.